The following podcast contains adult content. It is not suitable for minors, professional settings, or the faint of heart. The stories you're about to hear are recorded live at Petra's in the historic Plaza Midwood, Charlotte, North Carolina. Foreplay Goes South is open mic storytelling. Hosted monthly by Metanoia, attendees share their intimate, sultry, salacious tales. So first off, I want to start out this episode with a big shout out to everyone who joined me at Petra's last month for the holiday festivities. There were a ton of people who participated in the giveaway, and at the end of the night, our lucky stocking winner was Mags. Stay tuned to hear her story coming up later in this episode. This giveaway also allowed people a chance to vote for their favorite podcast storyteller of 2022. There were a lot of fantastic storyteller nominations for many of our most regular stage participants. Yet the people have spoken, and the number one foreplay goes south storyteller of 2022 is Candy. You can listen to a recent story of hers on last month's episode, Quit Ducking Around. Thank you so much to everyone for making the end of 2022 so much fun. All right, let's listen to some stories now. We are opening up this episode with the story that opened December's live event. Happy takes the stage to share with the room how he kept busy during lockdowns. Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is a, this is a story about a about a Panda Express we've been having for a couple of years. Oh, no, a pandemic, I think it was called. Um, it was something like that. Uh, but times got weird, right? Uh, I hope that you guys got weird sexually during that time. If you, maybe, maybe it was new for you. It was, wasn't entirely new for us, but it was a great time. We're in the restaurant industry, my partner and I, and uh, we mostly like missed each other all the time. Before the pandemic, we never worked together. And so we were always, uh, I was running a bar, she was running a breakfast spot, and we were kind of passing like ships in the night. And every once in a while we'd get like a whole day together. We'd be like, oh, we could have a bunch of weird sex or we could like do the laundry. <laughs> you know. um, by the way, Tutu Tuesday is a thing. I don't know if you guys have noticed. There's some, there's some people in tutus who are doing the thing. You don't have to do anything to join. We're not like Baptists or anything. <laughs> We're not going to like vote on it or, you know, you don't have to like give us a certain amount of money or anything. We'll take it if you do. But, um, but so we'll, we'll tell you where to put it. Um, so we had, we'd gotten uh, inventive, but also our unemployment hadn't kicked in and uh, we had no stimulus. I mean, we had plenty of stimuli, but, uh, but none of it was paying the bills. So when it came to like picking out new sex toys, we had this like little routine that we would do. We would go to uh, the Dollar Tree, and, and I guess I, uh, sorry if I fondled the mic right there, I forgot it was there. I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, so, God bless these people at the Dollar Tree. We would shop around for a minute, and we did this at Harris Teeter in the produce aisle too, but um, we'd shop around for a minute and just pick out some innocent things that other people would think are you know, good for Christian uses. Um, and uh, some of these things aren't necessarily what you would imagine. Uh, like, we picked out some kids' footballs. Uh, they're so squeezy. I mean, you can, you can really mold them into, you know, you can use your imagination. You'll figure it out. Um, we had already been to the Harris Teeter before the Dollar Tree, and we looked in the squash and the zucchini and the 
the eggplants. You know, there's a reason the emojis there. Uh, we looked at some of the other ones, beets. Um, as long as you got the thing left to pull it back out, probably fine. Um, every once in a while, you find a cucumber, by the way, that's a two-seater. Um, right, you guys see where I'm... And for those of you that don't, just talk to us after the... After the um, they make them. We, we have some farmer friends, too. Um, so, yeah, you can... You'll know it when you see it. And the Myers Park mom that's next to you as you and your partner talk about it. She'll know it and she'll try her best to talk her husband into it. And out of those boat shoes. Um, but, so we got pretty inventive. At one point I had a whisk in my asshole. Um, it, right, it was, it was different. We got a little pinchy, there was no blood. We were okay, we, we made it. But you know, things were getting weird. We are like a month or two into, you know. And we'd already been, you know, I, I told her when we got into the relationship, I might be a little vanilla, I don't know, compared to you. And like two weeks later, she was like, oh yeah, you're so vanilla. <laughs> Absolutely, the most, you're like a bean. Um, and so we were running out of objects. The Dollar Tree was running out of objects. Harris Teeter was low on produce, blah, 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 supply chain, you know. Um, So she was like, hey, I used to play lacrosse. And I was like, none of those guys are coming over here. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> wrong time to meet new people. Uh, <laughs> she had a few balls in the closet. Um, if that is a euphemism for something, I'm not sure what it means. But uh, no, she had some lacrosse balls in the closet. And I was like, You've had a kid. Your snatch can handle that. You're right. Like, you know it better than I know it, and I'm, I'm getting to know it very well, but, yeah, that's a thing we could do. And so we get to work. We have some lube, and we get after it. It's feeling great. She seems to be feeling great. It's opening up. It's going in. I'm like, the moon is waning, you know? And so, oh, I wore the right shirt. This is great. This is great. Yeah. The moon is a spinner. Um... So, <laughs> we, um, so we're taking our time, you know, I care about my partner, she cares about me, she's invited me into this very intimate space, and the lacrosse ball, um, and we get it in, and she goes, <gasps> and I'm like, well, there it goes, and she's like, and I'm like, how does it feel? She's like, it feels like there's a lacrosse ball in my seat. I'm like, all right, so success, right? <laughs> like, we did it. We've really nailed it. And uh, we go through a few minutes, and we're playing around. There's some surface play. Uh, she's playing with me. She's distracted. And I'm like, all right, so you want to go ahead and get this out of you? And she's like, oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and get this thing out of me. So we start to work at it. We still got plenty of lube, everything's okay. Uh, you know, uh, stimulus should kick in anytime in the next, in the next week if we need to buy more. Um, we're getting a little worried. She's getting a little worried. I'm like, everything's fine. <laughs> totally fine. 
we're going to get this out of you, baby, don't you worry. And I'm not a doctor. But, uh, so we're working on it. And it, as I said, she is a mother. She's, she's had a child. And she's like, we got to move to the tub. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'll just, I'll be underneath you. I'll, I'll hold a leg or two or whatever I need to do. I, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen this episode, you know? So this is, I'm going in, I'm going in blind. Um, I had already had fingers in there, most of them. And I've gotten on the side of the ball, on the underside of the ball, on the overside of the ball. But even when I get just the one finger behind the ball, it, it's not gonna, it's like a monkey trap, you know? Like he can get it out of the cage and he can grab the nut. And, and then he can never get his fist back out. And so neither my fist or the ball are coming back out, at least not together. And I'm like, oh shit, what are we gonna do? We know a urologist, a chief of urology. In fact, I'm not gonna list any names, obviously. Um, she's like, we gotta call her. I'm like, we're not there yet. Uh, we might get there, uh, but it's not right now. We do the tub thing, she's doing the <laughs> And I'm doing like similar things that aren't as useful. Um, lubing up, we're, we're really working on it. I'm like, hey, look, 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 let's just relax. We're thinking too much about it. Let's go back to bed. Let's just lay you down. Let's relax. Like, the, the, you're, you're inflaming. It's inflammation. That's what's happening. Like, if we just relax, you know, everything's going to be fine. And something occurs to me as we're sitting there and I'm taking deep breaths. I'm trying to, like, do some transcendental meditation or something to get myself out of it. And we're about to call the urologist. And I'm like, holy shit. I think I have an idea. You're not going to like it. I don't know that you're going to like it. But I think I've got a backdoor plan. And I thought about it, and I was like, there's a wall that's right there. That if maybe I can get up from behind it, from the... There's a way. And I'm not a doctor, as I said. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a doctor. And she was like, get the lube. So I do, and I go in. And I'm like, oh, yep, I found the back of it. I'm going to push. Are you ready to push? You push. I'm going to push. When you feel me push, you push. And she's like, when I dip, you dip, we dip. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the one. And I push, and she, and, and she pushes, and right out. And then we still had four months of quarantine left. Next, we hear from Mags, the holiday giveaway winner who closed out the evening with her rendition of Dancing with the Stars. So about five or six years ago, I had a group of friends that convinced me to go on a cruise with them. I was not really a cruise person, um, but there was an incredible deal, so <laughs> we love a deal. So I went. It was a Latin music-themed cruise. And um, so I went with this group of friends. I, it was my first cruise ever, and actually only cruise ever. So I, don't, I didn't know how cruises work then. I don't know how they work really now. But like, cruises are insane. They're like floating cities. And there's like multiple clubs and bars and everything you could want, and just like alcohol flowing. And all my friends are like, it's going to be so fun. You're going to love it. Like, international waters, no laws. And like, I don't. 
think that's how it works, but like, that's what I went with for the weekend. So um, I go, it's amazing. There's live bands in like all these different clubs and all of my friends are really good, like really into dancing. They love dancing. I love dancing. I have good rhythm, but I don't, I'm not like a professional dancer. So I'm just like down to like have fun with them. Um, but so I'm doing what you do on a cruise, beach with pina colada in hand by day, dancing by night. It's, I'm living my best life. I'm like, how, where have cruises been my whole life? And um, so this naturally, all of my friends are like prowling for the people they're going to sleep with on this cruise. And I've never experienced this before. So I'm like, this is fun. People from all over, just like in this like trapped vessel, we're all going to sleep together. <laughs> and uh, so naturally, I'm also prowling, but it's like not going so well for me. There's like a couple of maybes but this one night we are in this club the band is incredible and we're all dancing and this man comes up to me and he is beautiful like like carved from marble beautiful like this dark curly hair his name is Jaime we're gonna call him Jaime he's Colombian so like he knows how to like salsa and bachata he's like do you want to I see you moving do you want to dance I'm like what do you say when this beautiful man comes up to you and asks you want to dance like where's the marriage certificate I will sign it right now thank you yes I will dance with you please yes so we're dancing it's getting like a little hot and he's sweating I'm naturally sweating profusely and I'm a redhead so I'm like beat red in the face like this is so and I've never danced like this. And I'm like getting whirled around and I'm like catching glimpses of my friend. The dance floor is clearing out to the point where like this man is a professional and like literally a professional. I mean, it's insane. And I'm like getting glimpses of my friends as I'm like whirling around like a merry-go-round and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. And it's, I'm just getting spun so fast, and it's so sexy. I'm like, man, this, this man is incredible. He has got great rhythm. You know what they say about great rhythm. And at one point, like, he literally, he's like, okay, this next move, he's, we're, like, dancing, and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just, like, following. And he's like, this next move, like, grab my bicep, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hand here. And I'm like, whatever you say, man. And, and, I, and I grab his bicep. He literally flips me upside down completely and lands me on my feet, sticks it. And people are clapping and cheering. I'm like, I'm on a reality TV show. <laughs> this is amazing. And we're still dancing and like, I'm getting dizzy, it's crazy. The band is like giving us eyes. And the music finally, like the song ends and I'm like, oh God, I'm like so sweaty. And he's like looking at me in the eyes. He's like, that was amazing. You're a great dancer, thank you. I'm like. And I walk back to my friends, and they're all squealing. They're like, oh my god, that was amazing. And one of my friends is like, I'm totally going to seduce him later. <laughs> and normally, I would have been like, cat claws, that man is mine. But a little detail I omitted earlier was, this is a gay cruise. Um, and I was humbled and honored that my group of gay male friends invited me on this cruise with them 
because I was having a sad time in my life. And they invited me on this cruise, and it was the most beautiful time of my life. And so when my friend, uh, we'll call him Michael, was like, I'm going to seduce that man that you just danced with, I was like, that's amazing. Did you see his rhythm? You guys are going to have a great time. So... <laughs> on we're still dancing I'm like this is great this man event another man eventually comes up and is like kind of grinding on me and I'm like I don't think you're gay but like if you are a little bit like that's cool like I'll still like I I don't trust 100% heterosexual men so like if you tell me you're like a little bit gay like I like you more so I'm like dancing with this other guy eventually he and I go back to the room together and we were, like I said, it was a deal. We were at the very, very bottom of the boat. Like, first to, first to die in the Titanic bottom of the boat. No windows, you know. The room is, like, the size of this rug. And, and so, like, we're, we're hooking up. And it was one of those, like, out at sea nights. I don't know if you guys, how many of you have been at cruises? Again, only cruise ever. Out at sea, they're, like, booking it to the next location. So the, the ship is, like rocking like booking it to the next spot and there go I don't know 500 knots or whatever it is and so we're like trying to have sex in this room and like things like we're like rocking back and forth and I'm like put it in he's like I'm trying and, and like we would like get it for a second and we're like hitting the stride with the waves we're like all right all right all right and then like the boat would turn and I would fall off the bed and it was insane. And so, <laughs> it, was, it was wild. And, and so, uh, I, was, I was recounting this story recently to my husband. And well, I've talked about this cruise before because I was like, I've never been on a cruise since and I don't even know if anything could like top this cruise because I had this amazing dance experience. And I told him recently about, I was like, yeah, did I ever tell you about like, that guy that I had like a one night stand with? He was like, no, how did this never come up? <laughs> ever. And like when I recount this cruise story, I don't tell people about the like motion of the ocean sex that I had. Like I tell people about the dance experience that I had. And it made me realize that like sometimes the sexiest experiences are not actually sexual. In this next story, Dylan realizes that convenience store products aren't always so convenient. Like I said, there's no prep, so we're going we to wing this one today. All right, so I was about, I had to be about like 19. I had just like lost my virginity in college, so I was going wild. You got to understand that. I was going wild. I was trying to fuck every single day. Every single day. You don't understand. So it was, I know it was towards like the, either the end of the year or the end of the semester because it was, I don't know, everyone who has hell week. Y'all know what that is? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's like the most unsexy week of the year. Cause all we doing is all we doing is studying. So I believe it was Hell Week, and then I'm a horror movie fan, so all my horror movie fans don't know what up what's up with this next part. But uh I saw this movie called Teeth. Y'all ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. So you already know Hell Week mixed with the movie Teeth 
which if you don't know, it's basically about an evil vagina. <laughs> so I honestly had like no desire to fuck anything for about like two weeks. So hell week, studying for exams, then exam week, I'm trying not to fuck anything. After like, or even during exam week is when I was like, you know what? I gotta start, I gotta go back. I gotta start fucking again. So I have a friend, I had a friend at that time who was dating a man who was probably like 35 or something around that time. And I, I happened to get a girl, you know, happened to get her attention. We were trying to, you know, find time to hang out. And before then I went to my, uh, my friend's friend and basically told him like, you know, I've seen this movie Teeth and Hell Week and all that and studying now I can't, even my favorite porn star couldn't get me hard. So I'm like, yo, I got this girl tonight. How, what am I gonna do? And he said, you know what? I got something for you, man. He digs into this drawer, this hidden drawer that was in a bed in a dorm. I have no idea how they put it there. But it's full of, it's full of toys and shit. I'm like, bro. And so he, uh, he pulls out this, this, I guess this little packaging with one pill in it. I had never seen it in my life with a yellow packaging with like red notes all over it that says, get your dick hard or something like that, big dick energy, something like that. And I'm sitting there like, I'm sitting, he's like, here, he's like, here, take this and you'll be good to go all night. And he said like, you'll be good to go all fucking night. And I said, I looked at the package, saw this one little pill and I'm like, is this safe? And he said, yeah, man, I got it from this gas station. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I got a few hours before I got to go see this girl. So I'm like, you know what, fuck it. When do I take it? How does it work? He's like, you got to take it at least an hour before you get busy. And you'll be good to go like literally all night. I'm like, perfect. Because I think, I think I can go all night. So finally get with this girl, watching a movie. I, take, I sneak off to take the pill because she had a kitchen. So I had to make it excuse to go to her kitchen. Take the pill, sit, go back to her. Almost an hour goes by, I can feel my dick getting hard for absolutely no reason. You know, I'm nervous. I'm nervous that it's not gonna work. But no, it works. Long story short, we actually get to it. I let off, you know, I come, I let off, and I'm still good to go. I was like, oh shit. Yo, gas station Viagra is a shit. So, you know, we go for at least maybe another hour or two or something like that. I'm still hard. I'm like, God, I'm like, yo, I gotta go soon. Like, it was, like I gotta get, I gotta go. And uh, so, you know, I do my thing. I leave. I probably shouldn't have left, but I left. And I'm walking back to my dorm, dick hard as fuck, in some sweatpants. I'm like, yo, is this, I'm like, when is this, I'm like, when is this gonna end? I'm like, yo, I'm done. And so I actually, I had with nowhere to go, and I don't want to go back to my dorm because I don't want to wake up the next morning and my dick's still hard. I probably got to go to the hospital. I have no idea how any of that works. So I go to my friend. He has another friend there, or she, she had uh, her boyfriend there, and then another male friend there. Mind you, I'm like the only black guy in that room. So I'm like, bro, like, you gave me this thing. I'm still hard as hell. And he's like... It's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, your sex drive probably more than mine. I'm like, I can't, I can't just keep walking down the street, dick hard, you know, it's cold outside. And, and, I, and he, he had, he, I don't know if it was him, but one person in that room had the best idea, or at least what they thought was the best idea. They're like, you know what? It's almost like 
like one o'clock in the morning. They're like, you know what, we're about to go to sleep, but we're about to watch a movie, so let's all put on the most unsexy movie of all time. <laughs> I said, well, what, what do you have in mind? <sighs> I love my friends, but the fact that they did this, they, I know they were doing it just for me. They, they found, they found 12 years a slave. <laughs> so, so, again, I'm the only black guy in the room. And we're watching, we're watching 12 Years a Slave, my dick on hard. We're watching that until all of us fall asleep. So I can honestly say like, I watched a slave movie. I felt so bad with my with a hard dick. That was so bad. But it, I guess it helped. And you know, just don't take gas station Viagra. Go go spend the money on some real shit. <laughs> Thank you. In our last story, Sky Princess opens up about her desire to explore intimacy and vulnerability through tantric practice. I got no idea what the fuck I'm doing tonight, but I did just get consent to say something. Tonight's foreplay goes south. It is provided to you by none other than Viagra. Guaranteed to keep you hard for 12 years of slavery or money back guaranteed. <laughs> Yeah, I thought of that when I was taking a piss. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm actually really nervous tonight, which is unusual. But everybody's talking about their past years and, and so on and so forth. And I, I think I, I'm going to do the same. <laughs> um, but I have realized about a year and a half ago, I went to a, my first party, sex positive party. And I sat down awkwardly, not knowing what I was stepping into, that it was a sex party betting event. And the question was, how do you identify? And I said, I don't like labels. I don't identify with anything right now. Now, a year and a half later, on this stage, I identify as a sensualist. Yeah, it feels so nice. I actually thought like to be kink and to be kinky was, you have to take pain. You have to be a masochist or a sadist and like all this shit. And I, you had to be up on the cross, and you have to like pretend like, oh, it feels so good. That didn't feel good to me. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I don't like these bruises. Um, I gotta keep these peaches nice. Um, <laughs> I am not dissing anybody that likes the bruises. I just don't, because I bruise so easily. Okay. Anyways, so I have discovered through the year and a half, specifically the last half a year, that I am very gifted. In um, <clears throat> tantra energy cock worshiping. Do <laughs> 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 tell. <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> I have always known that I've been a giver, and I'm I'm like to me actually being a sub is fully being surrendering and and sitting back and having no timetable and being like, okay, there's nothing, I'm going nowhere. This is all about me or this is all about that person. And I recently discovered with my Groove Cruise Bay 
that um, has beautiful seven inch cock, which is my dream with the girth and the just voluptuousness in my mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. <laughs> um, God dang. Um, so I went to Canada to, to visit him post group cruise because I don't, I can't remember what I told you guys last time, but on the cruise I said, if you're gonna fuck me tonight, you have to fuck me the slowest you've ever fucked anybody. And he was just like, I got you. <laughs> and his abs were just like, and he was going so slow, and we had sloth, I call it sloth sex, for like three hours. And I was like, babe, how do your abs feel after that? But anyways, the feeling of like actually slowing down and being in the moment is what I've been learning the last couple of months. I'm currently reading Urban Tantra, and it talks about if you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm losing my mind, I'm not here, I smell weird, I, something is funny, I, there's a dog over there, there's a cat licking my socks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's you stop and you breathe and you just you like suck in your anus and you and you breathe in all up to your third eye and then you let it out and you breathe it back in and when you do that you start to feel pulses in your genitals and so I learned how do you provide that for my partner and so I could barely use my mind and my intention and barely put my hand I wasn't even touching his dick and it would be like, boom, 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 ba-doom, ba-doom, boom, 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 ba-doom. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, shut the fuck up and listen. Without me talking. And it was so hot. And I had never in my life spent two hours servicing a man, my biceps, nothing hurt, my mouth, totally fine, no lockjaw, nothing. I was just like, <laughs> I'll be hosting sessions next week. <laughs> Anyways, but two hours, I was like, God, I'm not tired. This is the most beautiful thing. Timetable. There's no timetable. Everything, time stops. And it's just like, when you're like really in the moment, and I'm like never, sorry. I've like never actually been in the moment like that with somebody where I had, no idea what was going on outside of me. The sounds, nothing altered me. And I was just there with that dick, that cock. <laughs> and he was so present too. And he was like not worried about how long it was taking for him to come. And I actually was like purposely not letting him come. Um, and that was part of the energy. And I was doing my energy with him and breathing with him. And I would stop and then I would start again. And it was just so fucking beautiful. And I realized the gift I have of like providing that to someone. And that's what I want moving forward. I don't want just these fucks. I want these like deep, intimate journeys that you go on with people. That, and, but the thing is like a lot of people don't allow that. Yeah. They, they can't receive that. Yeah. That guy actually told me, he's like, you're too intimate and too affectionate for me. Wow. His loss, fuck yeah. yeah. I will miss the dick. <laughs> but I realized that over this year and a half that you don't have to take pain. You don't have to do something you don't want to. But like, I am doing exactly what the fuck I want to do and that is being a sensualist and I give that and that's also what I want to receive. And, and moving forward in my partners, I'm not gonna budge on that shit. Like,
a lot of people don't know how to receive like the gift that I have to offer. So time will reveal to me who is supposed to be for me. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Four Play Go South podcast. Come to Petra's on January 17th to hear our storytellers live or to share something of your own. This episode of Four Play Go South podcast was recorded and produced by event host and podcast creator Metanoia. These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information about Foreplay Goes South, follow us at Foreplay GS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs>